0: Good morning everybody, thank you for joining us for the 10-day Torah challenge and welcome to our first lesson. I'll share a 5-minute Torah thought and I'll be happy to remain on the line to answer questions following the lesson. You may also email me any questions or comments you may have, this is a 10-day challenge, stick with it for all 10 days, I commend you for your commitment. The Torah begins with the creation narrative, we're all familiar the first few days created heaven and earth. The sixth day, God created animals. The animals were followed by humanity, by human beings. What's interesting about it is that the Torah actually describes the creation of man in two different places. The first book of the Torah starts, tells us the creation of man. and tells us in verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and they shall rule over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the heaven, and over the animals, and over all the earth, and over all the creeping things that creep upon the earth. And God created man in His image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. The Creation of man is also described in chapter 2. And here, it's described slightly differently. Here it says in chapter 2, verse 7, "...and the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils a soul of life, and man became a living soul." Strange, isn't it, that God talks about, that the Torah talks about creation of man in two different places? Not only that, there's differences, significant differences between the two. The first instance only mentions one name of God, Elohim. The second time it mentions both the name Yud, He, Vav, and He, and also Elohim. As well as that, the first time it emphasizes God's, uh, man, sorry, physical nature, the dominion of man over the physical world. The second time mentions for the first time, the existence of a soul. This double narrative leaves room for biblical criticism. In fact, many have used this as one of the proofs for the documentary theory, famous uh, 19th century Wellhausen theory. Why would the Torah go out of its way and describe something in such a, which leaves such obvious room for criticism and for people to point to things that are that are incongruent between the two two narratives. The reason is because the Torah is actually primarily a book of guidance. It's not a history book. Torah means teaching. The book of Torah is a book of guidance, and sometimes we'll eschew narrative clarity for educational purposes in order to give us a message to teach us something. Over here, too, the fact that the Torah gives us two narratives of the creation of man is in order to teach us an important lesson. The first... Narrative describes man as a physical being. It emphasizes man's dominion over the physical world, the ability to rule over the physical world around us. The second time, it mentions our transcendent ability, the transcendent self, the soul. That's also reflected in the difference in the name of God which is used. Elohim is the name of God which is connected to nature. The numerical value of Elohim is actually Hateva, the nature, the second time it mentions the additional name of God Yud, Hey, Vav and He which represents the higher level which is beyond the transcendent level which is beyond the physical nature of this world in other words we, the Torah is telling us over here that we have two selves we have the Godly self and we have the physical self we have our physical base, physical tendencies and we have our ability to transcend and to rise up and to elevate ourselves to a higher level What's interesting is that the Torah actually chooses this particular term to describe man. There are four different different terms that are used in various places to describe man. And in this particular instance, it uses the term Adam. Adam has two connotations. Adam, on one hand, is related to the word Adama, which means earth. In other words, man was created from the earth representing, indicating our physicality, our physical nature. On the other hand, Adam also has a connotation of la La'elyon, similar to the one above, referring to our transcendent nature. This fascinating distinction between the two narratives and the lesson that we can learn from it gives us an insight in how we can choose to run our lives, we can choose to live our life primarily emphasizing and exercising our physical nature, or we can choose to strengthen and transcend and emphasize a spiritual, even godly nature. Thank you for joining us for our first day of the 10-Day Torah Challenge. I hope you found this interesting and informative. And I will now turn off the recording and...